Amen. Amen. There we go. Fantastic. Uh, I absolutely quickly necked my coffee, and uh, now I'm really hot, and and also buzzing. And uh, for those of you that were here a couple of weeks ago, uh, the money in the offering means it'll be a 15-minute sermon. Um, well, somewhere between 15 and an hour. Um, also, I apologise for the shirt. Some of you may remember that I wore this shirt probably the last time that I preached, but it is my most comfortable shirt, T-shirt that I have. I did have a shirt at the back with a collar on it. I said to Jim, shirt or no shirt? He said, be yourself, relax, no shirt. So you got the T-shirt today. Praise God. God is good. In this series of prayer, we are looking today at prayers of declaration. And the first Bible verse that we're going to look at, we already read this morning. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Wonderful scripture. Now the word declare or declaration means to make known or set forth. The heavens make known the glory of God and the skies proclaim the work of his hands. Declaration and prayers of declaration are a powerful weapon in the Christian faith. We're going to look at some stuff this morning, three kind of areas. Uh, Number one, personally, how prayers of declaration can uh, work within our own lives personally, some of the struggles that we may have, and how God is working in your life. Then, for the nations, for the nation and the nations. That's something to do with the prophetic, but also to do with creation. The heavens make known, declare the glory of God. And then the third one is for God himself, which is part of our worship and our praise. So we're going to dip in and and a lot of this stuff can be interlinked also in our walk with God. It's the whole approach to being a Christian. But what I wanted to do quickly, just lay some foundations in terms of prayer. Jesus is the authority and my hope this morning is that I point you towards Jesus and that you have a deposit that increases your faith this morning. You know, God is your father and Jesus is your Lord and your friend and the devil is your enemy. And all that God does for you is good. Everything he does in you is good, it's right, and it's wholesome. Everything the enemy does for you is bad, wrong, and ultimately leads to destruction. He is the very opposite of Jesus, and his his purpose is always to oppose God's best plans for your life. So when we pray, we pray to the one who cares for you, wants the very best for you. 
And on the cross, Jesus overcame all the negative and bad works of the enemy. Isaiah 53, verses 4 and 5. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. There's lots of scripture this morning because it's difficult to talk about prayers of declaration without using scripture. Because it is a foundational thing in our Christian walk. They're going to show you that. Now, one of those things when we look at prayer and learn how to pray is the Lord's Prayer. A great teaching on how to pray. And in verse 13 of Matthew 6, it says, And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. And it's funny, actually, as we were in the prayer meeting, that Jill mentioned about a shield. Jill's on fire today. If you need a word from the Lord, I reckon go and speak to Jill. (laughs) No pressure. But God has given us the shield of faith, which we're able to use and protect ourselves against the fiery darts of the enemy. He's also given us the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And when we look at Jesus, he overcame the devil's temptations when he was in the wilderness. By doing what? By declaring scriptural truths, things from the word. He overcame by speaking the word with authority. He made known to the devil that he is greater, that he can overcome, that he has authority to resist all those fiery darts. So I thought we would just look at that passage of scripture and read that because it's important and we can see how Jesus responded personally by speaking and declaring scriptural truths. So we're going to be in Matthew 4 verses 1 to 11. And then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Who else would be hungry? (laughs) I'd be hungry after 40 seconds. (laughs) Don't laugh, Nikki. For those who don't know, Nikki is my wife. I'm not just picking on her. And the tempter came to him. And said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you. And on their heads they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. 
And Jesus said to him again, It is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And Jesus said to him, and said to him, sorry, all these things I will give you if you fall down and worship me. And then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and in him only shall you serve. And then the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and were ministering to him. Just a powerful, powerful story in the Bible that happened. And how Jesus used scripture, declared, made it known, spoke it forth to the enemy. And eventually the the devil got fed up and left. Because there's power. Number one, in the name of Jesus and in the word. And there are many times in our lives where we try and operate in our own strength. And when we do that, we step out of the, the, this amazing power that God has for us. And I, I know and I understand that it's not always deliberate. Sometimes it happens. But we step out and we, we operate on that self-reliance. And we, when, we, when we operate in that, doubt and fear start to come. God's power comes to us when we are surrendered, when we're dependent, trusting and putting our faith in him above everything else. And prayers of declaration are so important. Number one, because it puts the focus on God. Number two, There's an authority and a power when we make it known how big, how good, how great, how mighty God is. So prayers of declaration are for you personally. They're for the nations and this nation. And they're also for God. We're going to look at five really good declarations of faith with some scripture as well. So the first one, God, you are good. Psalm 135 verse 3. How do we know that God is good? Because the Bible says, praise the Lord. For the Lord is good. Then he tells us, sing to his name, for it is pleasant. Love it. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. When you get a revelation of that and an understanding, you can't help but sing to him. Whenever you're in doubt or you're afraid... You can speak those words. Now we can we can talk about 
prayers of declaration that end up kind of like this name it and claim it stuff. That's not what we're about. We're about grounding ourselves in the word. Using the word in context for everyday life. Okay? Is that okay? Yeah? Number two, Jesus, I trust you. Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6, we know it. We know it. But do we know it? Do we? When we need to trust, do we? Really trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. This is truth. This is powerful stuff. This is life changing. When you need to trust God. Look up Proverbs 3. Trust the Lord with everything you've got. Because your your own understanding might not just get you over the line. And he will show you which path to take. Number three, Jesus, you're all that I need. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. There's a lot of scripture this morning, but it is good. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for a godly life. We have received all of this by coming to know him, the one who called us to himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. God has given everything you need through his power, but you need to know him. I'm going to say this morning, if you don't know God, if Jesus is not the Lord of your life, would love to chat with you, introduce you to Jesus. You know, sometimes there's more month left at the end of the bank account than the other way around. Jesus is everything that you need. I am not telling you to sit back, relax and just hope that something happens. That's not how it works. But Jesus is all that you need. You know God can give you peace. He can bring somebody across your path that may bless you financially. There's so many different things. But Jesus, you're all that we need. Number four, Lord Jesus, you are victorious. 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. The enemy wants to destroy you. If you're a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, the enemy wants to destroy you. He'll send stuff across your path that will make you slip up, that will make you need to have an attitude adjustment. But God has given us the victory through Jesus. Number five, Lord God, power and might are in your hands. Romans 1 verse 20. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen. 
being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Have you got an insurmountable problem? You can declare, you can make it known. That God is powerful. That he can move any mountain. I'm guessing everybody in this room has seen a mustard seed. I'm holding one now. I'm not really, but <laughs> they are that small. We know the scripture, the Bible, you know, faith as small as the mustard seed move the mountain. Incredible power. And as I was um, sort of preparing for this, there was just a moment where God said, and if none of this, none of this other stuff works, pray in the Spirit. When you don't know what to pray, when you don't know what to declare to God, pray in the Spirit. Acts 2 and verse 11. The day of Pentecost, these guys were there, they were praying and, and worshipping God. Then a violent wind came, filled the whole house that they were in. And then tongues of fire came to rest on each, each of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled. And in verse 11, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongue. Amazed and perplexed, they ask one another, what does this mean? For me, it means today that if you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues. You are declaring, you are making known without your own understanding how good, how great, how marvellous God is that he can break into any situation that you're facing. And he will rescue you. He will deliver you. There's a story... When we were at Bible college, there was a guy called Chuba Ayu who came to preach. He was about this big. I kid you not, he was a very, very small man. He was from a place called Nagaland. Anybody heard of Nagaland? It's over sort of in India way. Um, and that, because of this guy and the work that he was doing and the people that he was working with, that country was um, in the 90s percent born again. Small little country, it's not big. He told the story um, the one time guys broke into his house and he was sleeping. And uh, he, he started to come down the stairs and he was met by a guy with a, a, a semi-automatic weapon. This guy, I mean, I know what I do. I'd stop, drop, and roll right there. I'm out of there, guys. This guy, Chibrayu. Ah, shakada, but I prayed in tongues. 
Hey, this guy turned around and ran away. As Chibarea turned around, there was a huge angel. Our God and his armies are big. You don't need to be afraid. I mean, because he's little as well. It's probably a normal-sized angel, but he's so small. (laughs) But there is power. If you don't know what to pray... Pray in tongues. I believe God wants to release the gift of tongues here this morning to some people. So what has all this kind of got to do with declaratory prayer and prayers of declaration? Well, I'm hoping you're getting a little bit of a deposit here this morning. That you're, when you pray, pray scripture and declare in different circumstances how good, how great is God is despite your circumstance you can look at your circumstance and you can stay right there but if you look up you declare the goodness the greatness the the majesty how marvellous God is number one he gets all the worship and all the praise our focus is on him it enables him to move because we're praying from a position of faith and belief that God will hear and the scriptures are powerful you know prayer doesn't seem real unless you have a relationship with God and once you're born again and filled with the Holy Spirit your prayer life is transformed because you know the one to whom you're praying got four more scriptures and then we're going to pray we're going to get very practical 1 Chronicles Chronicle 16 23 to 25 sing to the Lord all the earth tell of his salvation from day to day declare make known his glory among the nations His marvellous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And he is to be feared above all gods. Make known to the nations how marvellous his works are. The Lord is great. And greatly to be praised. Psalm 48 verse 1 to 2. Great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised in the city of our God. This holy mountain. A beautiful elevation. Is the joy of all the earth. So we've seen make known his glory to the nations. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God. I know what it means in the Psalms. But great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in this town of Harlow. May his rule and reign 
and his governance be established in this town. Psalm 96 verses 1 to 4. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Are you part of the earth? Yeah. None of us in this room are Tom Jones or Mariah Carey or I don't know, pick your favourite singer. Not one of us. Not even close. But God says, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Everybody in God Central, sing to the Lord. Well, how do we do that? We sing to the Lord. We bless his name. We tell, we make known of his salvation from day to day. Declare, make known his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. We've seen that before somewhere. It's in there twice. So we must take note. It's important. Prayers of declaration change things. And then Lamentations 3 verses 22 to 24. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, my soul says. Therefore, I will hope in him. Lord, we declare this morning, great is your faithfulness. Lord, that you, I want to make it known that you are my portion. Lord, and I will hope in you. You see how you take the scripture. This is nothing of your own doing but as you do it as you speak to God as you declare the greatness and the majesty of God or you use scripture in the battle as a declaration as I'm going to make it known that my redeemer lives that God will deliver me the atmosphere changes and God will move. So you can take all these scriptures. And this week, begin or continue. You might have got this absolutely waxed. If you have, praise God. You should come up here instead of me. If you haven't, if you've never kind of looked at it like this or, or understood prayers of declaration and that and using scripture you've got some foundational stuff there that you can use it works folks it's not some pie in the sky something I've made up we've looked at how Jesus declared scriptural truths against the worst of the worst of the worst and eventually the devil left him Thank <laughs> you.
So we're going to just take a couple of moments to pray, to declare. I, I'm, I've, we can probably leave that last one up, this there. And you can use these to pray and, and speak to God. But it, if I can be honest for a moment, if you, is that all right? Good. To declare, to make known, means you have to open your mouth and you have to speak. With the best will in the world, I've tried praying in my head, then I'm thinking about declaration. I wonder if England have declared this morning yet. What, what, you know, you know what I mean? I don't very often pray with my eyes closed. Because all kinds of stuff pops in. You know, I think I might, you know, once I've come home from church, watched a rugby, I might have a bagel for lunch. Hang on a minute, I'm supposed to be declaring the great and marvellous things that God is doing. I'm just saying, there's a point where your Christian walk has to become real and you have to grow. I'm not being arrogant, I'm not being rude, but these are tr- this is truth. Imagine if Jesus had just sort of stood there and in his mind said to the devil, it doesn't carry the same power and weight. Shall we stand? Whatever your situation, whatever your circumstance, God knows. But I want to encourage you to take one of these. If you're really swift and good, you can take them all. But start to declare, start to make known how great God is, how mighty he is among the nations, among Harlow in our own lives. Jesus.